Blog Talk Radio. generous guy. I share my attention. It's not just me, me, me. I I watch a lot of other shows or listen to them. And the host, who seems to be a very smart guy, even though he's English, he said that people who stay in recruiting long term do so because they like people. They like people and they like to help people. But of course, that is wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. Recruiters don't help people any more than servant leaders serve people. And here's why. I'll justify it. Let's say I recruit you for a job. I might like you, and I might really want the best for you, but you know what? I'm recruiting your competition, too. I'm recruiting other candidates. So how much do I really want to help you? Let's get real. I get paid to help the hiring manager, not you, okay? Now, this guy said, hey, it's a wonderful feeling when you get somebody a job. And he didn't mean that it's wonderful because you're going to make money or you're going to get the hiring manager to like you. He meant that it feels good because you're helping somebody. And you know what? I suppose there's times when recruiters do coach people. They find someone who's out of work and desperate for a job, and, you know, they work with that person. But that's not usually true. That's not what headhunters do. They take people from one good job and put them in another. And corporate recruiters, they're mostly interested in moving people from one company to another, too. So I'm sure that this fellow, I won't mention his name, I'm sure he feels like he's helping somebody. But you know what? That's just a feeling. It operates independent of reality, okay? Now, lots of people, they like to feel like they're helping people. But what they're really doing, <laughs> I told you, is helping themselves or helping their company, right? And now, Jerry, Jerry, The recruiting animal. having a show. I mean, he's too busy. I don't know what he's doing. He's got guests or something like that. I still thank Jerry for that shout. It's so wonderful. And I want to thank my sponsors, too. Martin Snyder, the boss at PC Recruiter, the Swiss army knife of recruiting software. And Nin Tran, the COO of Hire Tool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L, the super-duper sourcing tool. And finally, Nick Livingston, the CEO of Honeit, H-O-N-E-I-T, the online interview technology. If only these people would spell their company names in a way that I didn't have to spell them for everybody. Well, anyway, Andre, Andre, you are here, aren't you? Say yes, please. Yes, yes, I'm here. My guest, Andre Penny, P E N. N-Y, right? And his, uh, oh, actually, Andre, do you have a formal elevator pitch? Yes or no? Be very clear. Don't, you know, putz around. Formal elevator pitch. Do you have one? I mean, for the show, no. I mean, I'm an IT recruiter based here with a great company, uh, Sendo, here in Miami. But, uh, you know, not for the show. That was enough. I mean, if you would dump mumble, we could actually understand what you're saying. But I'm going to, since he doesn't do it very well, I'll do it for him. None of these recruiters, everybody. Hey, kids at home, if you're new, all the recruiters in the world that I've ever had on this show, 
none of them have an elevator pitch. There's a million articles telling you just have a short, clear statement to tell people who you are. None of them have it, okay? So you have that. That's the first way you can stand out from the crowd. It won't make you money necessarily, but at least you know what you're doing. Andre is an IT agency recruiter in Florida, okay? He's a sharp dresser, and he likes to help people. I read about it on his uh, his, uh, his LinkedIn profile, but I spilled the beans on that already, okay? And, uh, yeah, his, his Twitter address is Jobs by Dre. That's Jobs and then by, B-Y, and Dre, D-R-E. And I am honored, Andre, to have you back. I enjoyed having you here last time, and uh, and I see you have a new picture, you. and you're still a sharp you're still a sharp dresser. Why do you shave your head? Uh, I, I, are you bald or something <laughs> like that? Or uh, you know, I read an article. It's actually um, the number one most attractive look that, uh, according to it was, it was an article years ago. You know that the shave ball look is is the number one attractive look uh, for uh, that a man can have. So uh, I was standing at the top as well, so I decided to go ahead and just shave it. To, you know, to go ahead. Okay, okay. No, I'll yeah. just say, Andre's a good-looking guy. He's a sharp dresser. Go take a look at his picture on on Twitter. I mean, you'll see. I wondered why why he why he did that. He's got a beard now too. He didn't have yeah, one. I, I don't know if you had. He's got a mustache. Right. Last mustache time before. Yep. Yep. But, Let's just dig right into it, okay? And this is a question I was hoping you could teach Jerry something, but he's not here. How did you pick up your last search assignment? Do you do do you pick do business development and recruiting and sourcing? Or, you know, what what kind of do you actually pick up new clients? Yeah, actually, it's funny because well, I remember when I was first on the show. I was all you know mainly doing recruiting, and uh, just kind of recently, um, like literally last week, I just picked up a new assignment. Um, on the BD side as well. So, yeah, we're allowed to do both here and uh, yeah, do recruiting and business development. Yeah, okay. So answer my question. How did you pick up your how did you pick it up? assignment? Tell me how you picked Absolutely. it up, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, it, it, I, had, I have a story for you. So it was, you know, it was the middle of the night. I was doing some planning. I looked at this company that I kind of had my eyes on, and uh, I've already met with, uh, I guess, one of the, the key uh personnel as far as decision making whether we can work with this company or not we've not yet worked with this organization and i saw they had a couple of positions open one of the positions i already you know had candidates ready to go and so i sent an email over you know with with one of my candidates that was ready to go and uh the next day responded back you know we we got the job order and uh we picked up another additional order from that company as well so okay so hold on. Yep. So this is a company. Wait a sec. This is a company you knew already. Can this somebody there? What level of person had you spoken with already? Yeah. Well, this company, you know, just they were very. Uh, it was the human resources uh, VP because you know they were very uh, touchy feely about reaching out to line managers. So you know, I had met with them anyway. I invited them to okay, an event hold on. That I no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, just let me. I want to get a clear picture. You know, other shows let you get away with murder. You don't have to define what you're saying, okay? But I like to actually pin you down so I can do what you do if I want to. So you talk to the VP of HR. Where did you find the uh, – what's the first place you ever heard of this company? How did you become aware of them? And just answer the question. Don't butts around, okay? It's, don't make me mad. <laughs> All right, I won't make you mad. Uh, yeah, no, we and get we, off the speakerphone. Pick up the receiver or put on your headset. No speakerphones. Okay, I'm off speaker. <laughs> Good. No, so we we knew about this organization. I have since since I first started working uh, with my company now, and so uh, you know we do a lot of work. Uh, you know, obviously in accounting and finance, we do banking. And this is this is a banking client of ours, so I've definitely heard of the name. You know, do oh, market so, okay, research. This was already. This company was already a client of yours in a no, different. No, no, uh, no, no, no. They, they weren't a client yet, but we were aware of them. We, we, we had uh, okay. definitely so tried to reach out to, to them. Uh, yeah. uh, listen to me. Let me guide you. Let me guide you. How did you happen to speak to the VPHR? Did you look him or her up on LinkedIn and and send an in mail or an email or did you phone and leave a voice? Well, originally, exactly originally, you, yeah, originally, or, yeah, originally, I saw her information on LinkedIn and then also she's in our CRM, 
So, you know, I had the contact information, and I had invited her out to, like I said, one of the networking happy hours I was doing here at one of our great local South Florida establishments. And so she came out, you know, had a drink. It was Margarita Wednesdays. I remember it was a Wednesday we had the, the, the networking event, and that's how I first met her. And so kept a couple of emails later, you know, a couple of months later, boom, here we go. I saw the opportunity. I sent over a candidate. It looked good. And, uh, Where did you see the board. opportunity? Where did you see the oh, opportunity? Company website. Oh, so you just happen to go there? You check it on a regular basis? Is that what you're saying? You check out these company websites? Uh, well, their company website, not on a regular basis, but I kind of wanted to focus in on it. I wanted to see what they had available. So, uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. yep, and I did, you know, and then right then and there, once I saw that they had, they were looking for uh, developers, something that was in my wheelhouse, I went over and sent a, a guy over that uh, I've been working with who was good, and he, you know, he was able to break down the door. They liked the resume, liked the profile that we sent over. Uh-huh. So, uh, okay, let me ask, let me take you back yeah. a little. Let me take you back a step. Let me take you back a step. And everybody, he said wheelhouse, not whorehouse, okay? I know it was a bit, a bit fuzzy, okay? So, look, um, you said you met her at this networking event. So, your company, you work for a third-party agency, and they put on uh, networking events and all kinds of people come. Can you tell me a bit about that? Well, what, what's the, what goes on there? Yeah, we, right. We do work for an agency, and um, we do events as well. We, we, we participate in a lot of events. However, this is something that I did. Um, I put together this event. Uh, I invited a few people out, uh, and I was expecting a big turnout. And there was about 20, a little over 20 people who showed up. Um, just a couple, a couple of candidates, as well as a couple of clients I was looking to, you know, to uh, to break into as well, or clients that I already had biz- done business with. Just invited them out. Just, you know, just that's it. I, I brought over. We so had where a, to uh, a bar or to a bar? To a, yeah, it was to a bar. Yep, to a bar. And you yeah, paid. The bar you paid off for a special the, area. Uh, you paid for all the drinks yourself. No, I'm not that friendly. Um, I did not pay for who, all who the paid? drinks myself. They uh, paid. It was they paid their carry. own way. They paid. They paid their own uh-huh. way. Absolutely. So how many people did you invite? Came? How many people did you invite? No, I probably invited probably just probably a little over forty, between forty and fifty people. I probably invited, but only a little over twenty came. You just how did you invite them? You just sent them a bunch of emails and said, "I'm having this networking event. You might like to come and you know meet other people in the in in the business in in this locality." Yeah, yeah. Is that what you did? It was highly unorganized. Some people I just called up directly. I had their numbers in my phone. Others, like her, like for the, for example, that that bank, that banking client, you know, I, I sent yeah. her an email and said, "Hey, look, I'm doing an event here. Love to have you out, you know. And it's a networking event. It's a it's at a popular bar in the area. She's very familiar with the bar anyway, so you know, she was able to come out and enjoy. But uh, but yeah, it was a combination of uh, social LinkedIn. Uh, as well as emails and just me calling people that I know. I just I really want a lot of friends and, and people that I personally knew there. Um, so, uh-huh. you know, half of those people were people that, you know, I already had good relationships with, I knew already. Another half were, were candidates and, and, and future clients as well. So okay. it was a good So, so the, the half the people, they weren't even, they were just personal friends? Is that what you're saying? Sorry, i, I got to get, don't feel nervous. That, I'm starting start to understand something. I mean, I don't know anything about this stuff. So half the people... <laughs> Were your personal friends who had nothing to do with business? Yes or no? Uh, yes. But really? Yes okay. no. I mean, yeah. I mean, they were personal friends, but they all had something to do with business. Everybody works here. We're 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 in the staffing industry here, so you know, if they're working, they're professional here. Absolutely. I mean, they have something to do with business. But yeah, they were both mostly my friends. Okay, because some some parties they'll actually invite, they'll pay models to come, a bunch of pretty girls to come and, <laughs> and chat with people. You didn't do that. No, I didn't do that, but you, thanks, you know what? Thanks for the idea. That's That sounds more like a nightclub stunt, but uh, but I uh-huh. appreciate the idea. I'm going to write it down. Actually. It doesn't have to be at a, a nightclub. And, and so, you know, so this is interesting. So how did you get these people to come out? Like, why why did they come out? And once they were there, like this VP of HR, you said you chatted. What, what did you have to talk about? You don't even know her. What did you say to her? You know, actually, I kept it really non, I mean, you know, I kept it, it was it was a professional networking event first and foremost. I'm from Washington D.C. area where that type of stuff happens all the time. You know, whether a company's paying for it or whether it's just hey, you know, meet up, happy hour. Um, D.C. is a very friendly, uh, a very happy hour friendly city, and you know, Miami uh, isn't as you know isn't as progressive as far as professional networking and 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 happy, professional happy hours. And so it, the idea was in my head for a while. I thought hey, it would be 
a pretty good idea to, you know, invite friends, invite professionals, working professionals here in Miami, and uh, to invite them out to a place where people can let their hair down and, and, you know, converse about what they do and share some career goals. I mean, just network, you know. And so, um, you know, there's there's other events, you know. There's, there's There are some actual networking events here in Miami that do that type of stuff, but I wanted to kind uh-huh. of just do my own. I wanted to do my own because, yeah. you know, it's for me. And so that's what I did. That's the idea. I just wanted to do my own networking event, give it a test run, and uh, it was pretty good. I haven't done one since, so, so, Okay, so so let's – hold on. Let's, I'm interested. And, I, you know, Jerry will tell you he's not here, but I, I'm not a good mixer, okay? So I'm just wondering, you got this VPHR there. You obviously invited her because you want to do business with her. And so, uh, you know, maybe she doesn't know anybody else there. You're the host. You're responsible for her. What did you actually talk to her about? I mean, you said you didn't talk business necessarily. You know, yeah, what did you say? Well, it will inevitably business is going to come up, you know. Um, just she came in a little bit, like right in the middle she came in, the middle towards the, I guess, getting towards the end of the uh, the event. Uh-huh. And she came in. I was like, hey, I'm glad you made it out. You know, you know how's, how's, how's life? How's work? You know, and um, and then she kind of, from there, took it to more of a business side and explained at the time, you know, why she wasn't working with the, our company yet and, you know, what her relationship was with the company and then asked a few business thing questions, you know, you know, and stuff like that. But, um, but the rest of the time it was just about, you know, how long, you know, where are you from and how long you've been here, you know, just really, you know, just casual conversation. Uh-huh. And, man, Animal, you got to okay. give yourself credit. I'm pretty sure you're a good mixer. Come on. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Okay, no, I'm not. Here, I have a script. I know what I want to talk to you about. But if I, you know, if I, if I have, I meet you on the street, I mean, you're like, what am I going to say to you? I don't know you. I don't know anything about you. Okay, so I'll, I'll let that go. Don't feel bad. That, this is good information. I mean, so any recruiter, according to you, if they're working in a corporation or uh, in a third-party agency. They can just set up a small event at, at a bar, and you actually called ahead, and they actually reserved some space for you. What night of the week was it on? It was a Wednesday night, and I did it on Wednesday night because the, the actual bar had a uh, $5 margarita night that night. Plus, I thought it would be a great week, great day to kind of break up the week a little bit. You know, uh-huh. Monday, Tuesday, uh-huh. it can be stressful for some people. You know, Wednesday, you know, why not a professional networking uh, event? You know, kind of break the week up a little bit. Okay. I just want to open some more lines, and I want to thank the people who came today. I was worried, you know. Today is tomorrow's your Thanksgiving in the United States, and just like Jerry, some people are using that as an excuse not to work on, on Wednesday. Uh, look, I hey, opened the line. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> oh, it's Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is me. You're, you're yeah. lucky I had to run to the store to get some potatoes, man. Uh, potatoes, yeah. I figured I'd call in. Who's the guest today? Who is this fine young gentleman? Andre. It's Andre. Don't you remember Andre from Florida? And Andre? Andre Penny? <laughs> Jerry. No. <laughs> you and your potatoes. It was a long time ago, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I got to I got to I gotta do an ad, okay? Hey everybody. Oh, open, I'm gonna do an ad. You open my line just in time to do an ad. I, I didn't know you were even here, Jerry, okay? Okay, look, okay. Hey, everybody, I want to ask you a question. What is it I always say about PC Recruiter? I say it every week, okay? And since you're not going to answer it, no one's going to shout it out, although you're welcome to, I'll tell you myself. PC Recruiter. Configurable. I say that, too. Yeah, I say that, too. But I also say that PC Recruiter loves you. If you're a recruiter, PC Recruiter loves you. And I'm, a, I'm, I'm impressed. Someone could say configurable, okay? And Jerry knew about the, the Swiss Army knife of recruiting software. Somebody actually hears what I say. Don't. I'm not discounting that. But today I wanted to focus on this thing. PC Recruiter loves you. And, you know, I don't know if they like me saying this, but that makes me think they're like the, the hippies of recruiting software, of the recruiting software world. And how do they show their love? I told you last week, they don't force you to do things their way, okay? They don't say, look, 
we're the experts here, and you have to do it our way. No, they say you've got to be free, okay? They listen to a lot of pop songs from the 60s, and they say you've got to be free. So we're going to help you to do it your way. And what does that mean in the world of recruiting technology? It means PC Recruiter is, say it again, configurable. You shape it to suit your way of working. Not my way, not Jerry's way, not Martin Snyder's way, your way, okay? And there's been lots of guests on the show like Paul Lipman, Ken Poulter, and they'll tell you they're longtime users, and that's why they like it. It's configurable. It's made to suit you. So check it out at PCRecruiter.net. .net. <laughs> PCRecruiter.net. That always bugs us here. Well, they should be have it at PCRecruiter.com. But they want net. Okay, I'll say net. Okay. Jerry, did you want to say something before I go back to the questions? Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anybody else want to ask Andre a question before I go on? Okay. So Dean DaCosta, the famous Dean DaCosta, he posted uh, a link to Barb Bruno's Common Problems. Uh, there's about seven problems that she lists are very common, and I'm going to ask you a few of them, Andre, to see if uh, they happen to you and how you've dealt with them. And, if you know, if some of them are irrelevant, you just say so. Is that okay? That's fine. Andre. Well, is that how you say your name? Like I'm saying, no, you know, Andre? Andre, or is you, you, Andre. Andre, like Andre the Giant. Who, who doesn't know how to say Andre? God. Me, me, who lives in a French, in a, in a francophone uh, yeah, bilingual French country. Canuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So here's here's the number one thing she lists: the candidate doesn't show up. Has that at the interview? Has that ever been a a problem for you? Uh, Andre. It's, I mean, I mean, it's it's happened. I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely a, uh, you know, at the end of the day, your 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 product. I mean, our product is people. You know, people they things happen, emergencies, or sometimes just you know, whether it's uh, something they've done on purpose or or it's an emergency, whatever the case is. But I hasn't happened in a while. But I've had a, I've had that happen where someone didn't show up completely to an interview. You know, it's like and, and they didn't uh, warn you. They didn't they warn no you. No warning. No warning. Spoke to him the night before. It was an early morning interview. Called him that morning. I should have known. You know, when you can't reach someone right before the interview, then, you know, it's, you start getting scared a little bit. But, um, and that's what happened here. You know, they couldn't reach him in the morning. Very early interview in the morning. And the candidate so was a no, no show. What happened? What, what happened in the end? Did they ever, did you ever follow up with her? Did you ever get in touch with her? The, yeah, the, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I got in contact with him. Um, you know, and this is where trust is important. You know, you're dealing with people, and you try to get, hey, look, just tell me the truth what happened. And, you know, he, he said that there was an emergency on the, on the, on a family emergency that they had to take care of. Yeah. I said, okay. I mean, that's a lie. Right. That's a lie. So what happened? What happened long term? Did you set up a follow-up interview, or did you just forget about it? With the, uh, with, with, with the, with the client? Um, yeah. Actually, no, that one, that one, that one was actually very important because it was a, uh, you know, it was a contract position, and you know, no call, no show. He was the, really the only guy scheduled to go in. They really wanted him based on his profile, and he couldn't make it in. And so, ended up costing us on that one. However, um, you know, we we were able to. I did work with him on another position as well, um, which we did place him. So I didn't give up on him because I know he had the background, but just uh, he just put put us in a tough situation with that one. No, no. Uh, let me ask no you, why no didn't show. why didn't he if why didn't he go out the next day or? You know, two days later, when the emergency was handled. Well, no, well, 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 with us, you know, there's they, they, competition. It was a newer client. You know, they were working with someone else as well, another agency. And so, uh-huh. you know, out of the people we submitted or presented over to the to the client, they were interested in his profile. And so, okay. you know, they but but the guy was not a total. Own. He was not a total loser. You placed him somewhere else. Yes. That's correct. Just yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Because yes. Jerry says, you know, once once they don't show. Forget about it, okay? This guy, you know, turned out to be okay in, in, in another situation. Okay, uh, here, the candidate accepts the offer but never starts the job. Have you ever had that? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've had that happen. Yeah, I've had um, definitely with a candidate. Well, it was a couple of years ago. That happened a couple of times, especially in IT. 
Um, there's always different reasons why people uh, may accept a position and don't start the what position. What happened in that? What happened in that situation? What was the reason the, the, there? What happened exactly? All right, so you know, we had one. I had one guy. We were able to get him an extra like 17 to 20k on top of his base salary. And you know, when it comes down to picking a start date, we picked a start date. Everything worked out for him, accepted the offer, and then um, and then went ahead and, and and didn't start. I mean, he backed out of. He turned it down. And the reason why, why was because this, it was a startup company, uh, but it was backed by a billionaire company, so it wasn't your typical startup. But uh, he was a little scared leaving his current position to go to a startup, to leave, to leave a bigger company to go to a startup yeah. company, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and, uh-huh. and he was kind of scared of the turnover. Um, I will give him credit because had he had taken that position, um, there was like massive layoffs, probably like two two, maybe three months, it was relatively quick, two to three months later, uh, he probably would have been laid off anyway. So it was kind of smart that he didn't take that position. Yeah, but why, but at that why time, did he even, why did he accept, why did he accept then? I mean, you got an extra 20, extra 20,000, I think total, yeah, total comp, he, like yeah, an okay, extra 22,000. Okay, yeah, okay. So. yeah, okay, yeah. But then in the end, he decided <laughs> not to, not, he decided right. not to start. Oh, okay. Exactly. Okay. Did he show okay. up? Or, I mean, did he call you or he just didn't show up? No, no, no. He no. He called me. He called me. He, he called me and turned it down. Yeah, I've I've had. Let me see. Someone that was supposed to start, but didn't start. Nah. What about nah, this one? Turn downs. That's not, not not really those. Uh, someone who didn't show up on the first day. I haven't had that. Okay. What about this one? The client decides not to hire. Have you ever had that? You're working on the search. You you bring in some people. They say, okay, we're going to forget about this one. Well, yeah, there's different. Well, yeah, I definitely have had that happen as well. Um, I mean, there's different reasons. We we've had it where you know the client, um, you know, the hiring manager doesn't. They, they maybe they filled the role internally. You know, I've had that happen a couple of times where they, okay, we're gonna pick someone. Uh, just recently, actually, a recent client of mine. It wasn't. It was a position that wasn't IT. However, um, they said they needed some another talent acquisition person and a and another uh, I think a training manager. We know we put the team on the search, and then it was like two. To, you know, put some profiles in front of them. Two, you know, a couple of days later, you know what? They, 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 the position's on hold now. They're gonna bring somebody up internally. So, yeah, I've had that before. Yeah. So you didn't get mad. You'll still work. That's a a regular client of yours, though. You didn't deal with it. You just said, okay, what can I do? Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've had it multiple placements with this company before, so. It was always upsetting, but you know we didn't we didn't stick too much. It was like it was probably like two days it went by, then they put the position on hold. So uh, we had basically what we had you know we already had those 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 uh, candidates in the pipeline. Everybody got together, presented them over, and so it wasn't like we spent you know a okay week okay or so okay on it. okay okay I got it. Have you ever had any recruiter training, formal recruiter training, or taken any courses? Taking any courses. Yeah, um, like no, we do, we do. We do. No, no, no. Um, no, we do. Tra- I mean, I do. I train myself, I guess. I mean, we look at. Yeah, I look at YouTube videos on Boolean. So I've seen a lot. Some pretty good YouTube videos. Can't think of the name of them right now, but um, that's pretty much how I got familiar with Boolean. And then we do training here, like improv training, in terms of just how to handle different scenarios. Uh, we're pretty good with that. And we have, also have a corporate trainer here at my company, so he's done. He's doing a phenomenal job with the whole company. What, is, so. what, what does he do? What do you like about the corporate trainer? What kind of situation? You said improv. Do you do role playing or something like that? Is that well? For, yeah, he'll he'll do any of that with us, but he also has his own courses. He has his own like learning and development courses. So. You know, if you want to do a course on, you know, how to, you know, business development, he has a couple of different courses there. If you just want to do a course on uh, on recruiting, how to organize, how to manage your day, there's all types of courses. So, uh, I would definitely say we, you know, the trainer, he's doing a phenomenal job with the whole company. So you've done work with this internal trainer, is that right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay, okay, okay. What if you call someone a candidate? The first thing he or she says is, "How much are they paying?" What do you say? Good question. Um, usually, I always let them know the range, right? Um, but I, I typically, I typically, I don't give out the max range. You know, so no, no, if I know the position, that, that, okay, that's a sort of a second thing. You will, if they say how much, you you know, Lou Adler says, don't talk about that. Say, look, that's you know, I'm here to talk to you about a career move. 
you know, the dollars are secondary. The first thing we have to talk about is if it's a good position for you. You don't you don't do that. You say, look, you want to talk about money? I'll talk about money. Is that right? You talk with them about money when they want. You know, you right know, yeah, you know, animal. I don't like. You know, if if I ask a question, I know I definitely would want to answer. I think most people are like that. Um, uh-huh. You know, that that's almost like, you know, that's like politician like, right? Where, where yeah, you yeah, ask a question uh-huh. and they just do not answer it. It's like, well, I asked you this Jerry, question. Are you and you're still going there? I think Jerry, Jerry Jerry might disagree with us on that. Jerry, are you still here? No, he's gone. Okay, Jerry's gone. Not oh, Jerry. Didn't yeah, like I mean, so I, I definitely answered the question. Potatoes. Okay, so <laughs> the, here's the thing. Okay, here's the thing. You don't tell them the the full range, right? So let's say, give me give me some figures. Uh, let's say it's let's say the the range is between eighty and a hundred. What would you say when they say how much? What would you say? I say the position's paying anywhere from eighty to ninety k. Uh, but before, you know, then I would go back to, you know, let's talk about the opportunity, let's talk about the match and see if it makes sense. But I would, I would okay, but just answer your question. Okay, but if he says, Andre, 90 is not enough, he'll tell you right away, 90 is not enough, Andre. Okay, what are you going to say then? He's, like he's called your bluff, sort of, right? What right. are you going to say? Well, well, I was lying. Actually, maybe I can uh, get you 10 more. <laughs> what, no, what are you no, going to no, say? Well, I'm, I, well, how much are you looking for? You know, you know what are you looking huh? for? What do you need I'm to make I'm at 95 now. I'm at 93. You're 93? Okay. Well, would you would you would you make a move for ninety five? Would you make a move for a hundred? Okay, and so but and you you're asking me, and I say I say, look, what's the point of talking about this? You just told me they're they're paying up to ninety. Okay, what do you say to that? Bing, you lost. Um... No, no, really. I, I would, I, with the rate, I mean, on a on a permanent position, I would say there's some flexibility. There's always flexibility on a permanent position. You know, I mean, depending on the you know depending on the position, you know, depending especially maybe in IT. Depending on how, there's always flexibility. So I say, let's talk about this opportunity. Let's talk about this company, how it matches up with what you have right now. We want to talk about location. We want to talk about um, what you're going to be doing, leadership capabilities, the, the potential to move up. Let's talk about benefits as well. I mean, well, let's let's cover the whole thing to make sure we have something that makes sense here. And then, but you know what? My, my main my main thing though, when you talk to a candidate, I always want to make sure. You know that we have a good motivation for change. You know, we, we, why why would this person take this position away? Are you even open for new positions? And and if you are, well, what does it look like? Why is that? Why you know what's going on? Is there some change in your organization? Are you bored? Are you you know? Are, do you want more responsibilities? Is the next step up? It all depends on who we're talking to. Mm-hmm. And you'll actually suggest the answers to them, so they don't have to start thinking. They've got more like a. A multiple choice is that right? You'll say location. You know, there's some changes going on there. You're bored. You'll actually throw out those possibilities to them. I mean, I could either throw them out, or I would just kind of sometimes just ask them. You know, uh, so where do you work? Uh, how far is that from your house? Which way do you take? Okay, are you on a turnpike? All right, how's that commute? You know, um, what are you doing right? Are you in the management? No. Do you is that something you want? Do you want to step more to management? Uh, capacity, more of a leadership role. I mean, you know, I just, you know, I will ask the questions directly, or sometimes just give them the option. It depends on how the conversation is going. Because huh? sometimes, if they're not used to talking about that, and you call them out of the blue, they're sort of, they don't know what they choke. They don't know what to to say, right? Because they haven't right. thought, they're not haven't thought about it. So you, I like it. So you sort of prime the pump, and that's what you exactly. do, right? Exactly. What about this issue? What about this issue of building rapport? Everybody says, you know, you can't. Um, you can't sell anything to somebody before you've built rapport. That gives you permission to talk to them. Do you agree with that? It doesn't sound like it. You just call them up and say, "Hi, I'm I'm Andre. Let's talk about this position." Is that am I right, or like, is building rapport an issue for you? Uh, you know, building rapport is important. Um, I will say, I, you know, there's sometimes you have to make that fearless cold call, right? That's a plug for your book. <laughs> sometimes you have to make the the, the the fearless cold call, but you know the building rapport piece is uh, is 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 important, and personally, it's something that I really want to do, want to get better at. I mean, with all the social media stuff that's out here, as far as LinkedIn, Twitter, whatever. Um, yeah, but really, overstack. Andrew, what could it be? You know, you, the, the cold call, for instance, uh, you call somebody up. I mean, 
how can you build rapport? I mean, do, or do you, what's your first what's your first method of contact? Actually, let me do an ad. I'm going to pose you the question. You'll think about it. First, I want to know what your your first method of contact is. You know, phone, email, text, email, okay. whatever it is. And then you know, do you do a lot of research and you know try to find out what hockey team they like and all that kind of <laughs> stuff? You think you think about that for a sec. How you're going to answer? Why well, I do an ad for my good friends at Hire Tua or Hire Chua, is that the way they say it? Either way, it's spelled the same. H I R E T, as in Tom. U-A-L. And, you know, everybody knows it already, but I'll tell you anyway, because they're paying me to tell you, that Hire Tool is a full-service sourcing tool. You know, I would do these ads for them anyway. Don't tell them that, okay? It's because I like NIN. It's a full-service service sourcing tool. You tell it what you want, and it writes Boolean strings for you. You don't have to be a Boolean whiz. You can be like our friend Andre here and just go to YouTube and look up a few videos on Boolean. You get the basics, you understand what it's about, and then you'll see what they're doing. They create these strings automatically. You don't have to be a genius. You don't have to be well-educated. And then it gives you the results. How do they come to you? They're ranked. At the top are the people who are closest to your spec, your specifications, and, you know, it's going to tell you these are the people who are best for the job. Then it tells you, it does a guess. It tells you who's most likely to be ready to make a move. Then it does another guess. It gives you an idea what kind of money they're earning, right? And it does all this on a ton of sites like Facebook, GitHub, LinkedIn, of course, uh, Stack Overflow, all kinds of websites, a huge range of websites, right? And look at what superstar recruiter Amy Miller says. She says, I've been using higher tool a lot. I don't use LinkedIn much anymore. I use Hire Tool, right? And here's Michael Kraus. He said, I use Hire Tool. I don't know if you know Mike, but I do. He's a hard worker. I use Hire Tool because it's fast, it's efficient, and it's accurate. I highly recommend it because it's going to save you a lot of times. It should be in your top Free tools. Don't leave home without it. I don't know if there's anything else I should say. I mean, I could just quote. I've got tons of quotes here. People saying, just get it. You won't regret it. That's a poet, right? One of my favorites. It's my go-to. There's love it. Give it a try. You won't be disappointed. There's just tons of people talking about it online. Okay? So I'm going to shut up now. Just go check it out at Hire Tool. I-R-E-T-U-A-L. Uh, check out Nin Tran. He'll do a nice, gentle, fun demo for you. Bring one of your toughest searches. He'll work it for you while you're there. Okay? H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L. Back to Andre. Andre, what's your first method of contact? How do you try to get in touch with a person first? You know, great question. Uh, I, what I would love to do, what I try to do, in this business, I realize the most important part of this business is the relationship part. So whether it's a candidate, a client, um, if I can get in front of somebody first, just as, as far as building rapport, that would be my first option. And example, if there's a networking event, which they have a, a couple of them popping up here, maybe for a developer or a meetup or something like that, if I, you know, if I can get there or – um, you know, just to kind of meet guys, and you know that that will be my first option. But if I'm just going recruiting, sometimes I'm building a list. You know, I see some candidates, and then I get the contact information. You know, the first thing I, li- I would like to do, uh, ideally, is uh, if I can't meet them, obviously, is is to make a quick phone call. You know, leave a voicemail, and then I have now follow it up with an email, and then go back to the phone call. What do you say on your call? So it doesn't sound like you're marketing a job. You're just calling to say hi and get to know them. Is that right? Which are, are we talking about recruiting? Just, I don't know what you're talking about right now. You're saying I see. You said building relationships is the most important thing, right? And you say yeah, if I, I can't mean, beat the board, them, I, mean, I that, call them. Yeah, that, okay, right. right. What you, so, what, so what are you just calling right. people out of the blue, or are you calling them about a specific job? Now I'll tell you, because Danny Cahill, 
he calls, you know, institutional marketing, when you just find people who, you know, look like they might be good candidates in the future, and you just phone them up and introduce yourself. You don't, you know, you're not calling about anything specific at the present time. It sounds to me like that's what you were talking about. Am I right or wrong? Don't make me struggle to figure it out, okay? No, no, well, well, you're right. You're right. I mean, there's, there's, but I was talking about in general, just having a job, right? Calling someone for a job opportunity. Okay. Uh, okay. However, Let's talk what we about like to that. do. Fine. Yeah. yeah. So you phone them first. You don't send an email, right? Phone. Yeah, I phone them first. Phone's your first. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Now, but do you do tons of research beforehand to find what kind of uh, potato chips is their favorite brand and say, hey, you know what? Uh, you like Frito-Lay? Me too. The wavies. You know, I like the ones with the curls. They're my fave. Now, there's people who do that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> There's people who do that. Uh, you know, they like you like Cheetos. Me too. Uh, that's for real. So I want to know if that's what you do to build rapport. Find out. You do a lot of research about these people, about their hobbies and stuff, or you just phone them up and say, you know, well, well, I'm talking well, about a job. Know, well, I usually just phone them up. I'm going to be honest. I, I usually try to. As soon as I get a contact information, uh, I. I I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm not going in there like 100% cold. Obviously, I'll take a look at whatever I can, you know. But right, right when I'm making the call, is usually when I try to pull up their information, right? If if they, if they have a LinkedIn yeah. profile uh-huh. or if they have, you know, any type of social profile, uh, you know, whatever GitHub, I'll try don't to look be that up. Anything. Hey, hey, you're talking to a guy who's on your side. I don't want to be your friend. I want to recruit you. Okay? I don't care what kind of Cheetos you like. That's that's my exactly. point of view. So that's yeah, your, yeah, I'm not, your yeah, point. Exactly, of exactly. We're worried about the opportunity. I'm calling you about an opportunity. Okay. That's it. So, okay, so then when you're talking about relationship with them, it really doesn't mean anything. It just means they know who you are, right? Building relationship. Well, you said that's the most no, important. Well, what does it mean? Well, 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 it means something. Absolutely means something. I mean, building relationships means a lot. I mean, if you if you have relationships with, say, for example, candidates, a lot of times those relationships turn into business opportunities. They get with a certain company, or they might be with a company that's hiring, and they say, "Man, we need somebody." Oh, I know Andre. You know, I mean, it's, and that's that's happened. So what does it mean? They, um, they know Andre's a headhunter and he's working in our field. He sounds like a decent guy, but. What does a relationship mean? You just said you don't care what kind of food they eat, okay? You don't care what kind of books they read. That's not the basis of your relationship. The relationship is just, hey, I'm in the business of finding people. Or is it more than that? You tell me. You brought. You said it's important. What are we talking about? We, we, what are we talking about when we talk about relationships? We're talking about understanding, having, knowing this person's background, knowing what they would be looking for, as it relates to what I'm trying to do. Right. If I'm trying to fill a position and this person maybe wants a position or someone I want to keep warm, someone I want to keep in the pipeline, you know, the relationship is, hey, look, Andre, you know, here's where I live. You know, here's my family. I mean, it, this is stuff that's a little bit deeper, right? You know, I live here. I have, I have X amount of kids. I have a kid that's going to school. You know, so you kind of know the situation a little bit because you've developed a relationship with them. Not just, oh, this guy knows, C, you know, C. Experience. No, no. Not only that, but you know, here's the kind of guy he is. He can't work in this okay. kind of situation because I know who this guy is. Okay. I got to do another ad. Okay. We're getting near the end of the show and going fast for me. I know there's, you know, I don't know. It's a Thanksgiving, but I'm having fun. Are you having fun, Andre, or am I am I bugging you too much? Always fun, animal. Are you having fun? Good. I'm having yeah, fun. Always fun. You haven't been here for four, what, three years. When was the last time you were on? <laughs> three years ago. It was January. Now it's January. Yeah, almost two. Almost two years. Okay. Hey, everybody. Recruiting Animal here again. I'm going to do my ad. For PC Recruiter. You know, PC Recruiter. Well, what else was that? Did I? Yeah. It's for PC Recruiter. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I'm going to go back. I was going to say something else, but I'm going to go back. It's American Thanksgiving. Okay. So I'm going to make it kind of patriotic. Remember what I said about PC Recruiter a few minutes ago? Okay that it's for real Americans. <laughs> it's for individualists. It's for freedom-loving recruiters because they don't make you do things their way. They don't force you to fit into someone else's chair or someone else's bed or someone else's software, okay? They help you be you, okay? Remember, uh, there's another thing I always say, big or tall, we fit them all. Big or tall, not big or small. <laughs> I'm not drunk. Okay, maybe Jerry's been drinking. <laughs> not me. I'm just confused. 
big or small, we fit them all. That's what I wanted to say. You can be a solo recruiter working out of your home office, or you can be a big recruiting team working for a giant corporation. It's hard to believe, but either way, PC Recruiter can suit you. It's like a miracle, but it is true. PC Recruiter is made to suit you. Michael Krauss, remember I just spoke about him in relation to Hire Tool? He loves Hire Tool? Well, he loves PC Recruiter too. And he loves the fact that they're fully integrated, okay? They met each other on this show. I mean, uh, at least I'm a matchmaker for some people. So go check them out at pcrecruiter.net. It's for real Americans, freedom-loving recruiters, <laughs> the individualists, okay? The Marlboro Men recruiters. PCRecruiter.net. Back to my good friend, Andre. We've got a relationship, Andre. Okay. Uh, All right. Uh, 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 buddies. We're, we're kind of buddies, okay? Recruiting buddies, okay? Uh, now, speaking of, my, speaking of my book, okay, I don't think you need my little e-book because you're a good networker. You call people up, say, hey, I'm having a party, you know, come over to the bar and, and just chat with me for a while. That is a great skill. I admire you greatly for it. But let me ask you something. When you call people out of the blue sometimes, and you know, they're busy, and there's the IT guys are the classic people who are cranky. Uh, do they ever get mad? Do they ever get mad at you? Do they ever get mad? Do you ever have anybody get mad at you? Yeah. Uh, does hang, does hanging the phone up mean mad? I guess so. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Well, who's making that plans. noise? Who's making that noise there? Come on, please. Don't wreck the show at the end. Maybe it's Jerry. Not me. Back. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, Jerry. Well, Thanks for calling. Thanks for calling back in. Okay, so so how often does that happen? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Andre, how often does that happen that somebody hangs up on you? I mean, not that often, you know, but, you know, people still rush out the phone. I mean, for the most part, I mean, I, I would say 90-something percent of the time, you know, it's – you know, I'm able to at least, you know, make my point and, and let them know why I'm calling. It's about a job opportunity or whatever the case is. I'm able to get my message, my my elevator pitch across. Uh, but, you know, every, every now and then, you know, someone might hang up the phone or, or rush off the phone. And then, again, you're going to call somebody. It could be at work, you know. It could be at work. Huh? And it's fine if it's, if it's a friend. Like I said, I, again, if I don't have the relationship, that's understandable. You don't know why they're rushing off the phone, why they're hanging up. They could be at work. And so, you know, I never view it as someone being mad or upset. I just think it's more of a timing issue. And, again, that's why I do the, uh, the phone call first, and then I follow it up with an email. Huh? Does anyone ever actually scold you? Because we, got, we, got, we see people uh, writing on Facebook that, you know, sometimes people scold them. Do you know I'm working here? You're calling me in the middle of the office. Does anyone ever scold you like that? No, I haven't been scold, scolded. I mean, not, no? not verbally. No? Not verbally. I've, I've had some nasty emails, though. I will say that. Oh, really? Like what? Give me an example. Give me an example. Oh, man. I, I had this one guy. I don't even know. It was a while. I mean, this guy, he sent me an email. I mean, it was must have been, and it was because the client was, uh, we had presented him an opportunity, and there was there was a little bit of a delay getting him scheduled. And he was like, is this thing real? I'm like, it's real. And bottom line is, um, you know, I think he just had one of those guys that, you know, didn't like recruiters to begin with. And he kind of made that up front that, you know, he, he let me know that up front that he, he wasn't really fond of recruiters. And I said, well, you know, this is something that, that that's real and here's the situation. And unfortunately, you know, this company kind of went ice and, you know, I, I, I apologized for it, but he just sent me a, a rap sheet of just, I mean, it was like a whole two-page email. Um, You're kidding. Talking about that. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> and so what did, what did you do? Did you just, uh, did you reply or just shrug it off? You know, um, I, I think initially there was a, there was a, I did reply, and then once no, you know what happened? He sent that that, that long email. I didn't reply after that. I just I'm not gonna work with this uh-huh. guy. Obviously, there's no point in me going back and forth. You know, I tried yeah, to not. let him know. I told him I was professional as far as what happened. I was fully transparent, and you know, some people just you know they just don't understand. You know. Let me here's so. another question. What would you do if a candidate told you? that he was pulling out of an interview because of a negative posting on Glassdoor. I forgot to mention that one before. It's a favorite of mine. You set up That's an funny, interview. It, the, yeah. Go ahead. What would you say? Yeah, if, if you pull, yeah, I always say – I mean, it's funny. I've actually had people, 
you know, bring that to my attention, you know, uh, hey, you know, this company doesn't have great ratings or um, whatever the case is. And, you know, I, I sometimes like to have fun with that, you know. I say, hey, look, I understand, um, you know, but I'll say, look, you have to kind of see it for yourself. Um, you know, I've seen one of my favorite movies, you know, received very low, uh, I guess the critics, you know, did, didn't like it. You know, it, it wasn't received uh, well. And, uh, however, I saw the movie despite that. It was one of my favorite movies. You know, and then so I make that example. I said I recommend again going to see it, so you can see the, you know, so you can see what this whole opportunity is like. Um, you can't really trust what everyone's saying. You don't know what direction they're moving in. You know, take a look at it with your own eyes. You met, especially if it's a, if it's a skills match. You know, everything else is checking off, and it's just that I recommend. You know, you see with the, how you get along with this person. You could be the missing. And, key, and, you know? and do they do they fall for that? Do they agree with you? Do they say okay? Yeah, I've been, Andrew, I've, I'm going I've, up. Yeah, actually, I haven't had the times it's happened. I haven't had anyone back out after me telling them that. So. Okay. Okay. What movie was it that you like that nobody else does? <laughs> I mean, compare. Yeah. Hey, Kevin Hart, Soul Plane. Don't judge me. I love it. It's Kevin Hart, Soul Plane. I don't, funny I don't movie. know it. I can't. I wish I could. You never judge seen you. it, Jerry. You never seen it. All right. Jerry, Jerry, you're still there. I can hear your your, your the wind blowing, right, Jer? Jerry. Sorry about that. Yeah. You. You know what? Yeah, I'm, not, uh, he, I'm with you. He's doing, uh, Andre's doing contract IT in Florida, okay, and he picks up uh, new orders. And, and the way he does it is, uh, he, well, he just contacted, he, he, he invited the person to uh, a networking event, and she came, and, and then two weeks later or a month later, he saw she was looking, he sent her an email with a candidate, and she accepted. I don't know, it's a, He's not cool. having the same problem right. as you. Yeah, man. Okay. <laughs> I like but, that. But, but, Andre, the reason is I'm bringing that up. I don't. I shouldn't go into it again, but I wanted Jerry to hear, is that we've been hearing that, you know, some people, especially in IT, they won't answer, talk to new recruiters. They're, they're, they're shutting the doors, you know. They won't reply to phone uh, messages. They won't reply to emails. You're not finding that, right? These business development. Uh, no, uh, I'm not saying that. I mean, obviously, I mean, there's 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 a lot of people that I'm not able to get a hold of through phone call or, or or email as well. You know, so um, you know, by reaching everyone, but again, you got to cast a wide net. So, okay, so you are. You, you, it's not a it's not a closed door. So that's it's just something I wanted to clarify. Okay, uh, so yeah. hmm, anything anything you want to talk about that I haven't talked about yet? Yeah, you know, you told me to have some questions ready for you, Animal, and, and, and I always did because, you know, I've been listening to the show, and I listened last night, you know, to a couple episodes that I missed out on. And, you know, uh, you're an active recruiter right now, right? Or, 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 or yes. no? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, sorry, I thought I was on mute. thought I was on mute there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, and you know, I, just a couple questions. I mean, we really want to know about you. I mean, you know, this is a special, no, you know, no, day before Thanksgiving. No, 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 no. You, you want to know, know about yeah. you a little bit. Yeah. I, oh, wait a yeah, second. Uh, I'm not here to be interviewed. Uh, the thing is, I've been interviewed a few times already. I've been interviewed on other people's shows. Uh, okay. uh, on my show, you can bring questions. I didn't tell you to bring any this time. But I want to know what you think. It's not. I tell you what I think if I've got something to say. Okay? Okay. All right. So don't ask me questions about me. Do you have something you want to share with my listeners? Okay. What kind of LinkedIn uh, account do you have? What kind of LinkedIn account do you have? Uh, uh, recruiter Light. A Recruiter Light, and you get that through the company. You don't have to pay for it yourself, right? I pay a little bit. I mean, they pay, you know, they give me a good amount, about half. Really? They give me about you half. have to yeah, it's, it's, Recruiter Light. Yeah. I mean, no, for Recruiter Light, for, for the one, I think there's one that's like, the Recruiter Light's like 119, so, you know, I can, they cover about half, and I'll pay half, you know. And then I also, really? I, I also use. This is pretty cool. I mean, I, I use uh, it's another fifty dollars a month, um, but I use HubSpot like sales. I just I, I want to use it more, especially for like marketing. But I just want to find the time to get the, the training and, and to to really kind of set up that automation going. And that's something I'm really big on, trying to figure out. I want to do a newsletter. There's a lot of things I want to kind of do again to kind of build that relationship part with the candidates. But I, I like HubSpot right now because they have the notifications on the sales, and I can see who reads my emails, how they read my emails. How many times they've read the emails, whether it's on a, um, a mobile device or whether it's on a laptop or excuse me, or a desktop, you know, I, HubSpot, 
the notification. It used to be called Sidekick. I'm able to see that with that tool, so that's pretty cool. And then, uh-huh. yeah, I do, I do. You know what? I use Hire Tool as well. And you know, I just I, I do want some training on Hire Tool because I, I haven't. I, I obviously clearly I hear other people on the show they have a lot more success as far as pipelining, and I haven't had that level or that demo yet to really you know pipeline it out. But I do use it for the Boolean search, and then I kind of and um and the LinkedIn, it's this and, and Twitter, the social profile, see who's out there. So I do kind of use uh, Hire Tool as well. Okay, I wanted to ask you something, but I about HubSpot, but I got to do another ad because the shows the show's almost destroyed. That's it. Jerry, Jerry. I'm signing up. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. That's all I got to say. Thank you. It's too commercial now, man. It's too commercial. Yeah, I know. It's too commercial. Yeah, you tell me that when I pay you. You remind me of that next time I send you a check, okay? Where's my money? You'll get it. Don't worry. Okay. All right. Love you. Love the show. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving, Jerry. My final ad that I'm going to Andre. I'm going to... All right, Jerry, have a good one. Yeah. Okay. Hey, everybody, Hone It. I'm going to talk about Hone It now, E-I-T. They've got the final spot on every show. And what is Hone It? Hone It is phone interview technology. The candidate and the recruiter, they both dial into the interview just like they would ordinarily. They have their regular interview, only it's recorded. So at the end, you've got an audio recording. And it's also turned into a transcript automatically. So you can read the interview and you can search it for keywords. So you don't have to worry about taking notes anymore. You don't have to worry, oh, you can't type fast enough. You can't write fast enough. You forgot a detail. You didn't hear something. That's out the window. Never again, right? And you can also share the information with a bunch of people. They don't all have to interview the candidate and ask her the same questions over and over again and make her hate you, okay? And that's a plus. Here's another thing. When you have a question that you know is really important, you press a button when you ask it, and then you press another button when you finish talking about it, and it creates a little clip that you could pass on to the hiring manager. And the good thing about that is, A recruiter can ask technical questions that he or she does not understand. They don't understand anything they're being told uh, by the candidate, really, either. But it doesn't matter because they can just pass it on to somebody who does understand, right? Because they really even couldn't take notes uh, about it if they they don't understand the jargon, the, the names of the software, or whatever. That's not an issue anymore. Okay, so... Go check it out. I I would tell you a little more about it because I heard an interview with Nick Livingston myself yesterday, but I'll wait for that next week. Check it out at honeit.com, H-O-N-E-I-T.com. Okay, Andre, we're close to the end of our time. Let me see if I got a a question here. Uh, What about when you call somebody? You still with me, Andre? You haven't hung up yet, have you? Right, I'm, I'm here. Okay. Yeah. When you call somebody, do you try to sound real peppy? Do you, do you actually, you know, deliberately put some enthusiasm in your voice, or are you just re- relaxed like you are with me right now? Ah, uh, man, good question. I, I honestly, I, I mix it up. I do mix it up, um, but I try to have a little bit more, even if it's low key. Um, you know, even if it's more laid back, I still try to have a level of enthusiasm on the call, at least okay. initially the, the, in the intro. The, yeah. yeah, there's another. So let me ask. So do you, but do you say, look, I got a great position, or, or you know, because you don't know that much about them yet. Do you say, I've got a great position, or do you, what do you, well, how do you say, what's your initial wording? That's what I want to hear. My initial wording, wow. Um, you know, honestly, I, I, I do, there's a couple of different approaches that I use, Um if it if I do think they're a great fit, um, then I will say, hey, I have something that you look really good for, and I want to discuss it. It seems to match up really well with your background, you know. And then I'll go boom, going to, you know, try to figure out what their current situation is, if they're open for new opportunities, you know, and yeah, take it from there. Um, sometimes, you know, if I if you know, again, just first time calling them, um, I'll just kind of go into, you know, what's like today, for example, I was. You may probably see it on my Twitter as well. A couple of guys helped out. I was calling about a cold fusion developer. I haven't, you know, I have a lot of those guys. You know, I don't, I don't really matrix recruit for, 
cold fusion developers, right? And so did a quick research, so I, I, I changed my approach a little bit. I can't say I have a great opportunity for them, but what I did say was, hey, uh, I was reaching out to you. I saw that you had a background with cold fusion. Um, I'm working with this company right now. They're looking for a cold fusion developer. I haven't been able to find a lot of them. What are your thoughts about cold fusion development? I mean, is it going away? Is it dying? You know, what's your, what are your thoughts? And just kind of open up from a conversational standpoint, and then I go back to the opportunity. You know, so that all depends. Okay. That was a good answer. Andre, you should come back once a year. I like okay. having you here. It's a great compliment, okay? <laughs> thank you, thank you. Penny, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> years in the industry, started with a family firm, uh, recruiting industry. Oh, there you have it. Jerry, wake up. You recommended this guy. Go ahead. I mentioned it offhand when I was in a drunken stupor. Don't ask Jerry for advice after 5 p.m. Okay, go ahead, Brian. Oh, my God. (laughs) You know, you guys, I have to say, no banning on this show. Nobody's that bad. Uh, and you know, no, here's what? the deal. I here's the deal. The dude is full of negative energy, and I'm just saying I simply don't. My the after show is not about negativity. It's not you know what, about Gary. Wh- if yeah. you open your eyes, you'd see he talks to you just like you talk to me. It's constantly animal is an idiot. Everything he says is nonsense. I no, used to like the no, show, no. but now it's nothing. Yeah. I don't kick you off. Hey. I don't kick you off the show, and hey, you're, you're not going to kick him off, okay? Hey, I just don't need it.